You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's time for It's My Money with Brenthurst Wealth. At the Pretoria offices of Brenthurst Wealth is Gustav Reinach, and we're going to talk about what happened last year because we have to look back in order to look forward, but also, more importantly, look forward to 2020 and what we can do to ameliorate the situations that may face us as South African investors in 2020. Gustav, 2019 was quite a tricky year, I thought. I mean, it wasn't spectacularly bad. In fact, it was okay, but it, wasn't, it didn't fulfill its promise. Yeah, absolutely, Lindsay. Um, we had the JSE that uh, that started off slowly in the beginning of 2019 and then picked up a bit. Um, it didn't, uh, at least, it didn't re- um, deliver negative returns for us that year. Um, there's a lot of political instability in South Africa, as we know, and also globally with Trump. Um, but uh, offshore, we had a brilliant year last year. The S&P ran very nicely, and there's a lot of uh, stocks that did very good in the offshore markets as well. Um, looking back at 2019, they, I would say there was a bit of disappointment in South Africa because I think a lot of people had their hopes up uh, with Cyril Ramaphosa that um, he would be able to get the economy going like uh, they wanted to and like we expected it to. But I think one of the biggest frustrations was that um, he had this political battle within his party for the past two years that um, he's spending a lot of his time only just trying to survive and getting a safe position within his own party that he doesn't give much attention to economic growth at this point because he doesn't feel absolutely safe in his position. And I think um, after this past two years and 2019 especially, I think he has a bit more of a stable position in the party. So hopefully we can see some improvement uh, this year around uh, that that type of um, facet of the market. Yes, I agree with you politically. We don't want to talk politics, but I suppose we have to mention it because it is key when it comes to policy making. And we'll come to monetary policy in, in a moment as well. But I think that if he's got the backing of his, his key cabinet members, then he can actually have the security to go on and implement change without interference. So I think that's terribly important. Um, let's talk about monetary policy now and look forward to what we might be facing in 2020. Do you think it'll be different to 2019? Because most people say more of the same for this year. Yeah, that's that's a big question. We have a lot of uh, uncertainty in the global markets, especially with Trump and uh, Iran with uh, the whole attack that went off and the whole, the globe, uh, the global economy didn't expect that. So actually the RAND strengthened over, strengthened over the last month or so. Um, because of this, it's not uh, uh, something that happened in South Africa that made the RAND strengthen uh, rather than something offshore that makes it go short and volatile. Um, 2020, I would say if uh, Ramaphosa gets some backing behind him, like you said, and, and he has good political leaders um, that can help him um, in his position, maybe he can focus a bit more on the economy. But one of our biggest problems is yet um, ESCOM and uh, the load shedding that we're facing. It's costing a lot of our um, businesses a lot of money and uh, everything is a cycle that pushes through to the end uh, with the econom- economic growth. And if the businesses are facing these headwinds of load shedding and we have our unemployment rate that's sky, I think 30% at this moment, um, if there's not 
drastic changes that's going to be made in regard to these two what uh, these two big factors i i think it's going to be an uphill battle still um for the year to come um but yeah we can just keep our hopes up i guess yes indeed um, i wanted to talk to you about monetary policy because i see that as a headwind as well because of the sort yeah. of rather ultra-conservative nature of Lesetje Konyago and his team at the Monetary Policy Committee of the South African Reserve Bank. We've got a meeting which starts tomorrow, yes. concludes on Thursday, and the general consensus is that there will be a no-change policy on South African interest rates. Do you agree with that, Gustav, or do you think we should let loose a little bit and live a little? I definitely think that would be a big headwind, and I do you think that um, interest rates are too high in South Africa at this moment? Um, it's it's definitely one of the big things that that I think that they can loosen up a bit, um, just to get people uh, on the first side. Uh, investors are running to the banks because of the uh, the high interest rates that that's attractive and that doesn't stimulate economic growth or investing in South Africa. The moment you lower these interest rates, um, you will get more people investing and not running to the banks for the safe option. That's the first thing. The other thing is a lot of people that's sitting in debt at this moment. Um, they're facing this big interest rates and they're just digging a bigger and bigger hole for themselves. So it's definitely a headwind that we should be aware of and look at, as you say. Okay. What about investing in South Africa in 2020? I know you and your colleagues, whenever I speak to them, talk about diversification and getting much as much as possible offshore. Is there any case to be made this year that because of the elevated levels of developed world markets, that we should maybe start to be a little bit more cautious when it comes to how much we commit to certain markets, for example, US indices? Oh, definitely. There, there, there is some red flags all around the world at this moment. Um, people being very, very unsure what's going to happen with the U.S. market, what's going to happen if if there's a war coming, if there's not a war coming, um, if there's a recession looming, as we know with the uh, long bull market that's been running that side. Um, the biggest thing that we always look at is we want to get a good explanation for why we want to invest offshore and how we want to diversify there. So the moment if we say we don't like is uh, the moment that we say we don't like South Africa, we need good reasons for that. And the moment we say we don't like US, if, if there's uh, talk about that, then we need good reasons about that as well. So at the end of the day, the whole world is currently very, very unsure of what's going to happen. So that will raise volatility. So I think diversification in the whole portfolio of a client individually is the most important thing because you, if at the end of the day, you can't sit with your money uh, be, uh, underneath your ba- bed because that's a 100% guarantee that you will get poorer. So at the end of the day, in the long term, everything will, um, if, if it drops, it will go up again. Um, that's just how economy works. It just helps itself to get where it was previously. So I would say diversification is the most important thing at this stage, uh, locally and globally. Yes, and also you've got to be a stock picker or a fund picker in South Africa. There's so many products, so many unit trusts, so many ETFs to choose from, despite the fact that we're we're such a small market and and shrinking every year. You've you've got to be very, very selective, especially uh, when there's the threat of an international, not meltdown, but sell-off. Yes, yeah. You need to be careful um, to not invest too risky. You need 
to consult with someone and not just put all your risk in certain ETFs or certain industries because industries go through cycles. It's not always agriculture or mining or sectors like that that um, through the whole phase of a 10-year period or 15-year period that does good. It has all these industries have, have different cycles and you can't afford to be in a single industry or a single ETF. You need to diversify your risk between instruments and between stock markets and even industries. What about Brenthurst? Brenthurst, um, a couple of years ago, was voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager, and you're always up there, and you're very highly regarded within the uh, financial services space. Uh, is anything exciting happening at Brenthurst, or, or are you finding times tough as people find times tough at the same time? Yeah, well, we... All we can do always is uh, try and service our clients to the best of our ability, uh, just like I assume everyone else out there. We, we have a few seminars that we are running and rolling out in South Africa at this moment. We have our Pretoria and Job Hannesburg seminars coming up and the, on the 28th and 29th of this year. And then we also have Stellenbosch and Cape Town seminars coming up in the beginning of February. And um, any information extra that people might want or interesting chat with a few fund managers, um, they are more than welcome to go on to our website. And uh, there is a link down there for seminars. And they are more than welcome to attend and maybe learn something new about the industry and economy and the foresight for the year. Okay. Well, if you send me the link, I'll, I'll put it up on my website as well. So that may be, uh, maybe stir up some interest. Uh, just tell me, <clears throat> as someone who's uh, hosted a few seminars in my time, uh, what format will the seminars take? Will it just be people coming up and standing and, and talking about economics and products, etc.? Or how do you do it? So mostly, uh, this this specific seminar that we're holding um, now in the beginning of the year, it would be Magnus Eistik himself, the CEO of our company, that would be talking uh, up front on a stage. And then we also invited Jeremy Gardner, who's uh, one of the Investec fund managers, to join us and just give us his views as well. And then there's always a little question-answer session afterwards or within the seminar that uh, whoever comes to the seminar can ask a few questions and get some opinions about uh, through Jeremy Gardner or Magnus Heistek. Very good. Um, So go to the Brenthurst Wealth um, website and there'll be all the information there. Also be on my website as well, strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Gustav, thank you very much for your time. That's Gustav Reinoch from Brenthurst Wealth in Pretoria. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.